This, this is News Talk. A lot about fuel prices once again in the papers today. It got the whole country talking yesterday. I was listening to Lunchtime Live with Andrea here on News Talk. People phoning in, texting in, giving their own examples of petrol prices around the country. The Irish Examiner says that the watchdog in charge of all this is toothless to stop petrol gouging. This is the state's consumer watchdog who has actually admitted itself that it's powerless to clamp down on price gouging by petrol and diesel retailers even as inflation hits a 21 year high. So there are are lots of demands on this CCPC, which of course stands for, get ready for the big mouthful, the Competition and Consumer Protection Commission. So they are being urged to carry out a full investigation as motorists report massive increases at the pumps. However, the CCPC says it has no authority to stop fuel retailers from dramatically increasing costs at the pumps, as it does not have a role in monitoring price levels across the economy. This is after, I heard last night on the telly, on the news, I think there were 28 complaints about petrol prices uh, that they're now going to investigate, but there's a clear admission there that we really don't have much power when it comes to regulating uh, fuel retailers there. It was amazing, though, to see yesterday when I was driving up, a lot of the petrol stations were over €2 Euro for a litre of petrol and diesel. When I was driving home after 10 yesterday morning, that all come down in price. So it took them a few hours to reduce their prices, which is interesting because, you know, when the price goes up at midnight, they're fairly able to put the prices up straight away. Took a bit longer to bring the prices down. Um, a lot a lot of talk in the papers about gouging. However, there is a report in the Irish Examiner this morning that the, the petrol stations make a lot more money on the cup of coffee or the food, the breakfast rolls and whatever you're having yourself. They make a lot more money on those than they do on petrol and diesel because of all the tax involved. The petrol station doesn't make that much on it. Staying with fuel and costs, the Irish Daily Star says, this is their headline, they have a picture of a light bulb and they say, will the last person who can afford their bills please leave a light on? Government is in the dark on how to halt worst price hikes in decades as war fuels crisis. So the Irish Daily Star says that politicians are clueless. Uh, Inflation has soared everything from fuel, electricity, food, rocketing in price and essentially uh, they think that Eamon Ryan and the government have left us at the mercy of price gougers. The Irish Daily Mail says Europe's biggest refugee crisis since the war. Another two million people are to flee Ukraine within days and uh, Ireland may have to take in more refugees refugees as a result of that. There's two million who've managed to escape Ukraine already and the UN and everyone reckons that could go up to four million. Just an extraordinary evacuation of a country in 2022. The Irish Independent has a really harrowing account uh, from a reporter who's in Mariupol and they say that families trapped inside Mariupol are now fighting each other for food as Russian forces kept up their bombardment of the port city a day after three people died in an attack on a maternity hospital. So that's how desperate people are, that they're fighting each other for food. We've heard already, of course, that some of them are melting snow. They're collecting snow, melting it so that they have water because they've no, according to the Independent, they've no heat or phone service, many have no electricity and it's absolutely freezing over there. Daytime temperatures uh, hover just above freezing 
um, and grocery stores and pharmacies were emptied days ago by people breaking in to get supplies. So that means it's an awful situation in Mariupol where you don't have food, you don't have electricity, you don't have water and it's a really desperate situation. The Irish Times says that Ukraine has said relentless Russian shelling is deepening a humanitarian crisis in Mariupol as high-level talks on the war drew a blank and they've a photograph on the front of the Irish Times of an injured boy at a hospital in Kharkiv yesterday and according to an official this seven-year-old boy was hurt as he was playing outside his home during fights between Russian and Ukrainian troops. The Irish Daily Mirror and the Irish Sun go with uh, Roman Abramovich uh, the Mirror red card for Vlad's pal and the Irish Sun goes with Skinsky Chelsea could go bust as Roman Abramovich's hit. They have a ban on selling players and tickets and sponsors are now pulling out of Chelsea as well. So only season ticket holders can go along to the games. Apparently you can't even get food or drink uh, at Chelsea games. Anything that could contribute to Roman Abramovich making money has essentially been banned by Britain. So there's a lot about that in some of the tabloids this morning. <clears throat> now, on to other news. And the Irish Daily Mail is a very good account this morning of quite a bitter row in Fianna Fáil. You may have heard some of this. This is the row between Health Minister Stephen Donnelly and Fianna Fáil TD John McGuinness. And the latest that we heard yesterday, it's covered in the mail, is that Stephen Donnelly was offered a baby's soother by John McGuinness this week in an escalation of the row. Apparently, now we weren't at the meeting, but apparently John McGuinness approached Minister Donnelly at the end of the private Fianna Fáil parliamentary party meeting and attempted to give him a baby's soother. Stephen Donnelly refused to take the soother and it's the latest escalation in a long-running row between the two. One source told the Mail that they couldn't believe it and were prepared for a major bust-up between the pair. Stephen Donnelly didn't take it. It was at the very end of the meeting when McGuinness walked up and approached him. I think Mr McGuinness is considering sending it to Robert Watt now instead. Quite messy, quite unedifying for Fianna Fáil. Micheál Martin was uh, dismissing it when he was asked about it yesterday. Uh, but it's a row that's not going away, it would seem. The Irish Times talks more about that news we had there at six about the divestment of schools and opening up more choice. And how do you manage taking schools uh, out of Catholic church control into state control? The Irish Times says that the state is going to pay rent to the Catholic Church for schools that transfer to multi-denominational patrons. This is all under a new 40-year lease and it's part of the Department of Education's deal with Catholic bishops aimed at giving greater choice in primary education for families. So what will happen is the Catholic Church would retain ownership of schools and get rents which take into account that the schools may have benefited from state capital investment in the past. A few details to be ironed out there uh, and we'll see what happens with some of those pilot projects. Now we were telling you about the cost of fuel obviously going up. Interesting report in the Irish Mirror that just puts into context how much things have gone up in the past year so not so much to do with Russia, Ukraine but just in terms of the cost of living generally and it's things that you may not have noticed so for example your cooking oil 
has gone up by 20% over the past year. Tea is up 1.3% over the past year. Coffee is up 3.4%. Beer is down a half a percent, but it's up overall by 12.8% over the past 12 months. So it's down in recent months, but overall it has increased significantly in price. Spirits are up 9.3%. So a 70cl take-home bottle of vodka now costs €24.55. Wine is up 4.2%. Milk has also gone up. Beef has gone up. Hairdressing's gone up. Cinema prices rose 2.4% in the last month. Potatoes have gone up. Pork, uh, dental services, uh, rice has gone up. It's just amazing living in Ireland now, how much it's actually costing us compared to this time last year. Now, final story for you comes from the Daily Telegraph this morning and it'll be interesting to see. We've a lot of talk about sexual harassment in Ireland and bringing in, you know, legislation to do with the area of sexual harassment. Well, across the water, according to the Daily Telegraph, staring is now considered sexual harassment. Uh, Commuters have been warned. Police have told train passengers not to look at each other in an intrusive manner. So posters have started appearing in train stations across London as part of a campaign against common examples of sexual harassment. They include catcalling, rubbing against someone, cyber flashing, upskirting, but also on the list is staring. And one poster tells travellers that staring of a sexual nature is sexual harassment and it's not tolerated. Already people are complaining though and the poster has faced criticism for being extremely vague. It is one of those things, how do you prove that someone was staring at you for too long or staring at you in a sexual way? One broadcaster, Esther Krakow, said, how do you even define that? How would this stand up in a court of law? It's extremely vague. Let's see if staring is introduced as an offence here. Anyway, on 106 to 108 FM at newstalk.com. This this is News Talk.